I didn't know beavers could dive underwater. Of course they can. Listen, you are the second person to say that to me. Like, I should know this. I didn't realize that they could dive so gracefully. I was very intrigued. It's a year into quarantine. I don't have a lot of interest left other than the wildlife outside my apartment, okay? Welcome to a very special episode of Checking the Rearview, where I get maybe too emotional about fictional characters. I'm too tired to come up with something witty. And this is my sister from another mister, Sarah. Oh, whoa. Whoa. I don't, I don't, um, I don't condone infidelity on this podcast, Kylie. Why is that an infidelity? I just said sister from another mister. I don't know. <laughs> I think you misunderstood what I said. Listen, we've already talked about this uh, off camera, but we're both emotionally exhausted. My brain's not working. Yeah. I'm it's not, not funny when you have to explain parents. it. I'm not expl- I'm not I'm not implying that we have the same parents in any way. <laughs> I think I took it too literal. I think so too. <laughs> okay. This well, is going great. This was another successful intro to the podcast. <laughs> Good for us. Do you want to do it again and I won't be stupid? Uh no, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Sarah. Yes. What are we watching? <laughs> we are watching episode 18 okay. of season one. Something Wicked This Way Comes. Um, Sam and Dean investigate a small town in Wisconsin where children are falling into comas for no apparent reason. They're just doing it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> like body language you're exuding for no apparent reason. For no reason at all. Like these freaking children. <laughs> These kids. Oh, no. <laughs> so cavalier with children going into comas. <laughs> oh god, it's gonna be It's gonna be one heck of a recording session, Kylie. Just, just so everyone knows, we had a we had a mental health catastrophe week. It's true. We're both we're both emotionally <laughs> not full. So this is gonna be great. Originally aired April sixth, two thousand and six. It's directed by Whitney Rancic, hmm. written by Daniel hmm, Knauf, Knauf, K-N-A-U-F. I'm going to say Knauf. Cool. You sound like um, Pinky from Pinky in the Brain. And the rating on IMDb is 8.7. <laughs> I'm a kitty cat. Yeah, you do have glittery cat ears on. I do, in fact, because I'm a... You gotta do something. Okay, good. I don't know if anybody has picked up on that yet, but I am a strange person. Oh, we're all aware. That's why you and I are friends. Yay! People, uh, no, birds of a feather stick wow. together. Let's just watch this episode, please. <laughs> okay. Can we just watch the episode? Because <laughs> this plane has already crashed and burned. Apt analogy. Uh, all right, what episode are we watching? Episode 18. Hold on, episode let me get a here. Very long uh, episode title. I just want to put out there. Well, I had to stop myself from like singing it like in Harry Potter. Does anybody actually 
say that prayer before they go to bed. I did not even know that was the full prayer. I did because of Metallica. Not what I thought you were going to say. You know, uh, oh, well, of course you don't, because you don't listen to cool music. Uh, hold the phone. <laughs> Start a fight right off the bat. <laughs> That's a conversation uh, for another date, maybe not. Uh, and enters enter the Sandman, there's a little bridge where they say that. And now I lay me down to sleep prayer. Why is it black and white? Is this black it and white? It is very black and white. <laughs> Is it supposed to be in color? Are we going to go back to talking about color grading a bunch? No, just that shot of the window. All of this looks black and white. I mean, you can tell her pajamas are pink. The little girl's pajamas. But that window, the shot of that window looks very black and white. Listen, until they fix it, I'm always going to talk about how terrible the color is. They're never going to fix it. And the lighting is. Those are sheer window shades or window curtains they're not going to do much correct just make things look creepier i don't know that's a hand i don't do you know okay i didn't ask you this before because we were having a mental health breakdown but uh, do you remember this episode at all as with most of the episodes no i do not i love that little mobile i would have had that in my room when i was a (laughs) this is my worst nightmare oh my god God. <laughs> Sarah! My Sarah, goodness. your face! Sarah has both of her hands up covering her mouth, and she is just like in full terror mode from My... the opening of this episode where the child gets attacked. Worst nightmare is me sleeping in bed and somebody breaches over and grabs me. That is the worst. Oh, God, I have the chills. Ugh. That was some real bad acting there, Jared. Yeah, this is. I like that look, though. <laughs> yeah, what makes you so sure? Like, it's just. Nope. <laughs> I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I never went to the playground after school. I did when I was a delinquent teenager to smash bottles. Sure. But they're talking <laughs> about elementary school children. And we just went right back home. I mean, when we were old enough, we had to do our homework. Like, we never we never went to a playground after school. I mean, I was also a latchkey kid, so. That's fair. When we were old enough, yeah, when my mom went back to work after we were all in elementary school. again. She was in another episode this season. This this woman? Yeah. I remember her because she becomes an actual character many years down the line. <laughs> also, I like that this random guy walks up to her and she just starts, like, sure, I'll tell you all the exposition you need. It's because he's pretty. Didn't he already reach into his jacket when he was first no. talking to her? Also, he, when he flashed that ID, he covered the picture with his fingers. Yeah, he, and like, barely gave her time to look at it. All on purpose, he I'm sure. want to look at it. We missed that conversation walking up. He said that the ID said bikini inspector. Oh, is that what they were fighting about? Yeah. 
See, I like this. Is this the first time we've seen them just in bad suits as opposed to, like, the Blues Brothers suits that they were wearing before? Maybe? I can't recall. I think it is, and I like them in... I mean, they're not real bad suits. They're not as bad as they should be. <laughs> or as They're just, like, they're not super fitting. Yeah. Like, you could... You could suppose that they just went to a Goodwill and bought these. Yes. Which is what they should be wearing, as opposed to, like, the... The tailored... The weird matching Blues Brothers suit. Yeah. It's really funny seeing this in a pandemic world, because I'm like, they should all be wearing masks if this is, like, an actual, like, disease. (laughs) They should be taking more precautions. Or so. Have you had the dream yet where you're, like, out somewhere and you're like, oh, my God, I'm not wearing a mask. But it's, like, a dream, so you're like. I have not had that dream, but I still, like, have to remind myself when I'm watching TV like this that, like, this was before the pandemic. It's okay that they're not wearing masks. But it makes me very uncomfortable sometimes when I'm, like, watching old interviews or whatever. I'm like, you're too close. You're too close. The only time... I really notice it is when, like, I watch old things where it's, like, people in a big crowd. I'm just like, oh, wow, remember when we could just be in a crowd? Right. <laughs> and it was fine. <laughs> this guy has all the bags under his eyes. Well. <laughs> you don't get sick from windows being open. Yeah, I know. It's not the old wives' tale where you if you go you don't get, with a wet head with a cold, you're going to get you sick. Get, well, that's the thing. You don't get sick from being too cold. You can get hypothermia from being too cold, but that's not being sick. That's basically an injury. You don't get pneumonia from an open window. Exactly. How do you feel about this music, Sarah? It's weird. It's been going for a while. It has. This, like, tinkly, mysterious piano. Just put your fingerprints all over that window, Sam. It also doesn't sound familiar at all. Like, a lot of the themes, like, their supernatural themes are very familiar to me now because I've been watching it for 15 years. Um, But this doesn't sound familiar in any way. And again, I say this all the time, but my volume's down low, but it sounds like the music you put behind... Like one of those seek and find games and they're trying to be mysterious. Uh, yeah, it is exactly like that. Oh my god, you're totally right. Is this our first flashback? It is. Look, it's Weechesters. <laughs> I told you I'm gonna get overly emotionally invested in fictional characters. Because it's a Weechester episode and that's what always happens. <laughs> Thundercats, oh Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats. Oh my god. <laughs> Emotionally abused Dean already. I know, he's so little. What is that face for? Just hate John so much. (laughs) (laughs) Why did he dump the SpaghettiOs and not eat them? Because he's a kid. Weird purple dog shirt. Sam's weird purple dog shirt. Oh, I wasn't paying attention to what he was wearing. Yeah, what is this shirt? It's iconic. Is it? Yeah. Because he wears it, like, they never wear, like, just regular t-shirts. Yeah. And he wears it for, like, this episode, and then he's just, like, 
in the traditional Winchester fashion for the rest of forever. <laughs> Dean, or maybe it was Sam in a previous episode, wear a shirt like out of the blue like that, like a graphic shirt. Maybe. I'm starting to remember this episode. Just cool. All right. Now here's the second question. Are you remembering the correct episode? <laughs> yeah, that we won't be able to know until after we're done watching. But I think I'm remembering this episode correctly. I love you, Sarah. Why wouldn't they come back dressed as the doctors that they were before? Oh, the CDC people? I don't know. Because no. they're both the dumb brother. As opposed to just some guys that probably shouldn't be in the hospital at night. <laughs> just looks at again in the middle of the hospital. This is going to be a jump scare and I don't like it. <laughs> I like that you, your reaction was to be like, and have your hands by your mouth and mine was to laugh. Listen. That is not a crucifix. It's not because there's no Jesus on it. Yep. Isn't it the doctor? Way to give away the ending, Sarah. Listen, anyone who's <laughs> watching this has seen these episodes because it's not like we're describing what the episodes are as we're watching them. <laughs> See, I, I'm remembering this episode. So there. I do like that it's, like, legit scaring you at times. <laughs> this is kind of like when I watched Third Enca- or Close Encounters of the Third Kind and got actually scared. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I mean, I don't know what it was, but I was actually terrified, and my mom thought it was hilarious. <laughs> She's like, I can't believe you're being scared by, like, all these old-timey effects. I'm like, it's terrifying. Where the hell have you guys been all night? I know, where did you come? It's morning. It is bright daylight. Hmm. Another episode of Dean connecting with children. I was just going to say that. Oh. Because Dean is Batman. And now so is Jensen. Sure, random guy who happens to be staying at my hotel. I know, that's so (laughs) trusting of these absolute strangers. (laughs) Sure, talk to my kid, drive me to the hospital. I know, also, like, she's just leaving her kid there. With this other guy who is also a stranger. Yes. Oh, he's at the hospital with the mom. Okay. Also, microfiches don't uh, project uh, like that. I'm just, not have the, I'm just excited we can see Sam's face. This is true, but it's just bothering me because they're clearly projecting it on his face for a dramatic effect. Yeah. God, how annoying would it be to read microfiche if it actually did that? Right? <laughs> it's I mean, annoying already to try and navigate microfiche. I was going to say, it's already annoying. <laughs> That's actually a pretty decent photo job of... You know how, like, sometimes when they put, they try to put um, your character in an old-timey photograph and you can just tell? It looks like they took scissors and cut it out of one photograph and put it on another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That was actually a pretty decent job. 
I really hate this guy's haircut. He just, I don't know if I'm just remembering him from this episode or if he's been a bad guy in other things, but he just looks creepy. He looks like a bad guy. It's yeah. there. I'm telling you it's the haircut. Also, you should all be wearing masks. You should all be wearing masks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day that was, it was a Doctor Who thing, and it was the doctor said, I'm going to drop you off in 2022. And then the companion goes, but I'm from 2019. And the doctor goes, I'm going to drop you off in 2022. <laughs> I'm now distracted by this purple dog shirt, and we're having a very serious moment. <laughs> By the fact that this dialogue isn't as good as I thought it was, Jensen Jensen's acting truly is better than the writing. It is. I'm beginning to realize that Supernatural is good because Jensen's a good actor. I can't get over what a good little actor this kid is. Yeah. I mean, he's a full-grown adult now, but... Yeah. I hate John so much. And now we have to leave because somebody's definitely going to call the cops. I know. Nobody heard all of that gunfire. What happened? You left a nine-year-old in charge of everything. Yeah. No, no, no. This is on you, bro. You're the adult. Do not yell at your child because he was being a child. When you're the adult in the situation, everything is your fault. Yes. It is never your child's fault. Everything is your fault. Don't do that transition. It outlines the fact that the way that kid grew up to look like Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we're both just so annoyed at John Winchester right now. I hate him. I hate him so much. Uh, I hate... I, I guess I'll talk about it later. No, for one, Sam is right, Dean. Yeah. Just, I'm... Just so, I just hate John Winchester so much. He looked like he was going to hit him with the phone. <laughs> I I think that maybe was his intention. Well, I was thinking call 911, but also, like, it looks like he's going to hit him with the phone. You and your floppy haired help. <laughs> I can't get over this kid's hair. I'm like, holy crap. Kid has too much hair. Mouth acting. I mean, he is 10. He is a child. I'll forgive a little kid for about acting. <laughs> not Jared, because you're full grown adult. <laughs> and you're still doing it, even though you're almost 40. Is he really that old? Yeah. How old, <laughs> how old do you think he is? I was going to say that he's closer to our age. How old are we? We are closer to 40 than we are 30. Mm. Mm. Oh, God. Mm. Mm. I just had a physical reaction to that. <laughs> oh, he's in the bed. Well, you didn't know where the kid was? No, I couldn't tell because all you can see is the weird surveillance camera footage of him. <laughs> see, look at him. Look at who, the kid or Dean? Dean. <laughs> Talking him through this. Yeah, because... He knows how to not be a bad parent. Just don't do whatever your father did. (laughs) Also, he raised Sam just fine, so, you know. It's true. He did. (laughs) Keep your eye on the TV screen. (laughs) (laughs) 
talking about feelings. I love that reaction to it. Oh, God, kill me now. He's supposed to be pretending to be asleep because he's totally not. Well, none of the other kids were asleep when the thing broke in. I guess. Hmm. That poor kid. I am like, <laughs> I am literally emotionally invested in this. <laughs> Sarah's terrified. I okay. am. Aww. Oh my god. He's so scared. Oh my god. <laughs> This is just... I mean, that might have worked if you wouldn't have gone, hey, really loud, Sam. Yeah. But, I don't know, I'm not a professional ghost hunter, so what do I know? Is it actually dead? Because I feel like it's not actually dead. (laughs) I just... Shut up. (laughs) I'm invested. I feel like there's another jump scare coming. I don't like it. This is why I can't watch horror movies. Like, hey, I remember you. Once again, Sam is getting choked out. Sam is getting choked out. Common occurrence. God, that's a bad face. I mean, how would you look if you were getting, uh... Soul sucked out by a Dementor? Yes, I was literally just gonna say that. Dude! That fake blood spattered right on the lens of the camera. Did it? Oh, I missed it. It did. Oh. He called him little brother, though. That was cute. He did. That was cute. Jared did that thing that I don't like, where he's just standing there and... Are you just, like, heaving? Like, heaving. Shoulders up and down? Breath, yeah. I don't don't know. Look at... Look at... Jensen can stand there like a normal person, Jared. Why can't you... Yeah, why are you... I mean, he was getting choked out. I was gonna say, why are you so winded? He was getting choked out. <laughs> he did almost die, Sarah. It's true. I guess I'll give him that. Oh, uh, well, this kid's gonna be traumatized for the rest of his life. Yeah, I know. This kid's gonna have to go into therapy for a while. Yep. Yeah. Is that the first time we heard her name? I think so. I guess on that drive to the hospital, he figured out what her name was, though. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. How would she know how all the other kids are doing? I mean, they're all kind of in the same ward. I imagine that. Yeah, they, I guess. Yeah. You would see that they were improving. Yeah. Yeah, I guess parents would talk to each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Parents have like a hive mind. It's true. But just for the record, we could have. <laughs> we totally could have. I guess it would have been one thing. I wouldn't be so bothered with how casual they are with each other if she had asked them to like watch her kid for them. Her. Well, she was gone. You know what I mean? They, he, they, she didn't. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. If she had oh. said, hey, can you guys do me a favor and watch my kid? I would have been a little bit more comfortable. We can talk about it later. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're still literal strangers on their way out of town, even. Yeah. He's too pretty. Just for, like, life. Is this the right version of this song? Uh, I just saw the title. I didn't see who it was by. It doesn't sound right. Once again, it's that, like, Green Day sound. I know this song. What? Did I just incorrectly? Yeah. I'm really sorry. Green Day is not right. I'm sorry. 
Green Day is punk. That was 90s alternative. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, if it's not Broadway, very popular pop, or 90s boy bands, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to talk about music. Just leave the rock music identifiers to me, thank you. Alright. <laughs> really I feel like I actually offended you. <laughs> I, I, I you kinda did. You kinda said. Alright. <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> Welcome back to me calling John Winchester an asshole for 40 minutes. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. Because that's all this is going to (laughs) be. Let's, uh, this is a good episode. I was, I'm happy we watched this. (laughs) It was a really good episode. I will, I'm happy to say I remember a lot of it. Like, I was surprised that you called the ending halfway through. And is that weird that I I find it weird when you like actually remember what happened in the episode? <laughs> well, no, given my track record, that's not weird at all. <laughs> but I also remembered why I thought the guy looked familiar. Hmm. It's because he looks like Calabar from the second Halloween Town movie. Hmm. And the costume is like Calabar a little bit. Hmm. Calabar no? is hotter than this guy. This guy looked weird. This guy looks the dad, weird. not the son, the dad. Yeah. Okay. Just I know sure. what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, Calabar's son looked like a little douchebag. <laughs> you know why? Oh, you know what? It's because I know that actor from other the other things he's done since Halloween Town, and they are 100% things that you have not watched. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, I literally only know him from Halloween Town. Because he was in Queer as Folk for... A little bit. And then uh, he was most recently that I know of, he was in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Neither of which you ever watched. All right. Let's, what, let, what about this? Do you have any notes for this? this I have a couple show? that I mostly wrote down while we were talking, not recording. Cool. Um, I mean, we talked a lot while we were going through the rankings. Um, but kind of going... Since I started talking about the monster of the week, the bad guy, he was a good plot point. It was a good plot point, but not necessarily a good, like, there are better monsters. Yeah. I mean, it's a new monster because we yeah. hadn't heard of a Striga before. Mm-hmm. And they said that he's kind of a witch, which. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Supernatural has a weird relationship with witches. They don't, like, they don't know whether they want witches to be just people or if they want them to be creatures. Like, in this instance, like, the, like he says it's kind of a witch. Like, it's very much like a creature, like a monster. But I feel like also witches are just people who happen to, to practice witchcraft, but they're all evil. Like, all witches are evil. I don't know. Well, and I wrote down for a a villain, quote-unquote, he didn't have that much screen time. Like, we didn't... That's true. Like, we didn't get to know him as a good doctor or anything like that. He was just there, and by nature of him being a doctor, we were supposed to think he was a good guy. I mean, yeah. The point of this episode was not... was definitely not 
the monster. This, right. It was Dean's emotional trauma from being neglected as a child. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, that's the point I guess I was trying to make is that yeah. the focus was not necessarily the the actual monster. It was the the He wasn't bad though for a monster of the week. Yeah, and if he was actually underneath all the prosthetic, then he did a really good job. But I'm assuming he maybe wasn't. When he was a Dementor? Yes. That 100% looked like, that's what it looked like at the end with Sam. Especially because its mouth glowed and then the soul sucking or whatever he was sucking out. Life essence? Looked like it does in the movies. In the Harry Potter movies. Yes, thank you. For some reason I couldn't think of Harry Potter, that's where my brain is at. <laughs> wow, we're going to do great. Um, um, yeah. I I always remember this one because I always love Weechesters. I, I do, and th- <laughs> I think that's why this one, again, it's, uh, let me finish any of those statements. Okay. I think that's why this one sticks in my brain better than some of the others is that it's different from what we've seen so far like we're getting an actual view of their childhood yeah like for the first time basically since the pilot yeah and you know the you know last time on supernatural clips um and and so it was (laughs) we're building on their emotional trauma yes and it was i mean with the father ever Yes, that scene where he's yelling at Dean for, like, why did you do that? I just... God. I was so angry that he was yelling at this kid. Because it's his fault. It's not Dean's fault. It's John's fault. Everything that happens to these children while he's not there is his fault. Because they're children and you're not there. It is your job to make sure that they are okay and not dying. Because you are their father. You are the the adults. Yeah, just the the way he was... Just looking at, at Dean, like, he fully believed it was Dean's fault, and he's just holding Sam and, like, being so gentle with Sam. I was just, I was so mad <laughs> at John. I was telling you, like I said, just 40 minutes of calling John Winchester an asshole, because he is. So, I mean, kudos to Jeffrey Dean Morgan and to the child actor whose name I don't know. They they did amazing. I know the kid that played um young Dean. I think he comes back for one more episode. I but was he gonna ask. Does a great job. He does a really good job. Emoting and being put upon older brother. Well, yeah, like the scene where he gives up the lucky. Like I have been there. I was not as good as Dean, and I ate the last bowl of cereal myself. But. Like, that was a really good scene of, like, I want these lucky charms because I haven't had any. Yeah. And he you was also, You also weren't in the same boat as Dean, where you have to be, like, the caretaker of a child that's barely younger than you are. This is also true. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. But, like, I, I, you just, like, he did such a good job of you just felt like this was actually Dean and this was actually his brother. Although, I'm still perplexed as to why he threw the SpaghettiOs out and didn't eat them. Maybe he didn't like them, but, like... 
I've thought that in the past of like maybe it's just because he's kind of angry and he he is a child and that's kind of like a child's reaction to being angry you're just gonna put it in the trash it's true you're not gonna make because again cannot stress this enough he's a nine-year-old child you don't have the emotional capability of like all right i have to save this because we're in dire straits and i need to look after this child no you're like damn it i wanted cereal like you know yeah like a child like a child the weird thing i decided to fixate on i've done that before too i was like well don't throw it out stupid but again that's us as like adults thinking like oh you need that food. <laughs> yeah, don't waste that food. Yeah. Um, after the first flashback, Jensen did a really good job of you, like, believing he, that was his memory, and all of a sudden he was that kid again mm-hmm. when they come back to him. Like, Jensen did a really good job in this episode. He, yeah. I mean, he always does a good job, but, yeah, he... It is it is the, like, acting that he does when he doesn't have lines where you're just like, yep, I know exactly what's going through his head. Like, he is Dean, he is in this, and you just... Yes. Yes. When he has that little, when that scene you're talking about with the SpaghettiOs, when he, ha- like, gets triggered that little flashback, and they come back to him, and he is just, like, staring into space, like, yeah, you feel it. Like, yeah, oh yeah, he just got caught up in that memory, and, like... Yeah. Oh, God. I see myself in this kid. And, yeah. Because you can very much... Like, when they do the whole actor stares off into the distance and we're cueing a flashback, mm-hmm. it can be almost kind of cliche. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way, and he did a very good job of not making it feel that way. Like, yeah. Again, acting like he has no dialogue. It's just... He's just on, and he is Dean. But to your point that I think you made while we were watching, he also did really good with some mediocre uh, lines. There was something, and maybe it was Jared's delivery, because it was like that little back and forth that they had when they were kind of having it out before Dean comes clean about what happened to them in the past with this Striga. There's something in that back and forth that was a little on the nose and a little forced and maybe a little, like, melodrama-y to me, anyway. And that's just... Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm just reading into it. But it seemed a little bit like that. And when you get into lines like that, Jared especially is really bad. Yeah. Like, I think when Jared has to be really emotional, it's fu- so funny because when Jensen's really emotional, like, that is when he shines. When Jared's really emotional, he's not great. <laughs> he's a better actor when he gets to be just, a, like, a little bit more casual. I mm-hmm. feel like, like when Sam's, like, in a better mood or when he's teasing Dean and stuff like that, he's great at that. Like, yeah. Yeah. But in those, like, little, like, emo- especially, like, the more aggressive emotional stuff where he's kind of like yelling at Dean I don't know but yeah like he's yeah Jensen still pulls it out and it is it was like that part where he pulls away from the dialogue and he's just sitting there and he's sitting there with his thoughts like yeah he looks like he's sitting there with his thoughts he has this weight on his shoulders like yeah Dean Jensen is a better actor than the writers on Supernatural (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just a really good overall episode. Mm-hmm. And one of the thoughts I had near the beginning was like, oh, we're back to the mystery, like figuring out what the mystery is. And I think we were the ones talking about this, or maybe I was listening to something where, like, you get to a point in this whole series where they, they, they're they doing the mystery and figuring out what the mystery is, and then all of a sudden, it's not really the focus anymore, and that's when it kind of starts to fall apart. Were we talking about that? No. <laughs> I I kind of agree with that. Well, because when you go on as long as the show has, it really is, like, especially toward the end, I was always like, people are like, no, Supernatural's gonna end. I was like, no, Supernatural should have ended, like, at least two years ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> when people were talking about that, because it's, like, this thing, when something goes on this long, there's only so much mystery that you can pull out of it. At some point, these boys just kind of know everything, because we've put them into many situations where like oh yep this is what this is and we don't really have to figure it out because it's old hat and we've seen all this before so I think it's really more that than anything but yeah I I like that it was a mystery I like that it really seemed to scare you it was back in that horror (laughs) yeah I mean obviously people are listening to us won't be able to see what I was doing but I was like generally reacting and I put my hands up to my face a lot when I'm like invested in something. Yeah. And I did that a lot. <laughs> yeah, you had you had like you were like covering your mouth like that kind of like nail biting like oh my god what's gonna happen kind of. <laughs> and yeah. that was great. And I mean it was it's it's a testament to how good the writing was for this episode that they actually yeah. pulled it off and made it scary. <laughs> I don't know if scary, it's more just, like, intense and I'm invested. Yeah. But I, there were a couple jump scares. Yeah. That got me. Well, that's always the thing. I, I, I mean, I don't know. When you talk about the horror genre, a lot of times people will put in, like, sus- what I would consider as, like, a suspense or thriller kind of thing. They're like, horror. And I'm like, is that horror or... Because that's always kind of how I see Supernatural, even though we're talking about, like, sometimes gorier things or we're talking about like monsters and stuff sometimes the scariest things that happen on supernatural because they're on network tv and they can't do like this the hardcore gore stuff for like mm-hmm. horror um a lot of the scariest elements are more suspense driven rather than like horror just by the nature of how the how the show is I'm like, well, is it horror? But I don't know. I, and I think that, I don't know. I don't really have a point. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, I agree with it. <laughs> Whatever the point is. It was all resonating, as they say. Um, but I, and I know we make a lot of fun of the fact that I don't really remember this season. <laughs> um, but I think that also kind of lends to me, like, enjoying the episodes again for the first time. Yeah. Because I don't remember them. Um, or I'm just remembering bits and pieces that often aren't even in the first season. Um, so, like, I just really enjoyed watching this episode. I was really invested, and I knew, I mean, I know it all works out, because they, all the episodes do to some extent. Yeah. Um, 
for 15 years, it has to work out. <laughs> right, like, I know if they die, they come back to life. So that, like, suspense isn't there, but it was just a really good episode. Like, I would watch that again. I know, and I, like, I still like watching it. I've seen it a million times. I probably haven't memorized it at this point, because, again, like, any any of the flashback ones where we see, like, the young... I keep calling them Wee Chesters, the W-E-E <laughs> Wee Chesters, but if you don't know what that means, it's just, like, the flashbacks when you see them when they were kids. Um, I I like all those episodes, and I always rewatch them because I just... I just love it, and I like getting into their childhood trauma for some reason. God. Also, I just like hating John. Hating it John. It is a good pastime. Um, so let's talk about how uh, horrible a father he is. Let's. I have a lot of notes on that. That um, was pretty much all my notes, so you take so, it away. Yeah. So John, the onset of this episode is John sending them coordinates to this. And be like, here, you go take care of this. Like the shithead he is. Here, my grown son, you remember how you fucked up when you were nine? Right. Mm. Mm. Hey, I'm teaching you a lesson. You need to wrap up this case that wasn't yours. And it's entirely my fault. I... How can you put that on a child? Like... When you're a terrible father like John Winchester. And that leads nicely into my other thing. is Because I I was trying not to go down in that spiral. And you and you kind of were like, John Winchester is horrible during that whole sequence. <laughs> and I was like, I agree with you. But I want to get into it later. Because this thought occurred to me. Pretty much for the full run of this show. Supernatural likes to be... John Winchester apologists in some capacity where like yeah like Sam tell when Dean unloads the story to Sam Sam's like you know this isn't your fault and Dean is just very insistent like yes it is um and even when Dean's talking to that kid the um Michael he, because Michael also has that, like, oh, it's my fault that my brother's sick. Even though, even though that's when he doesn't know what's actually mm-hmm. going on, he just thinks his brother's just sick. Um, he's like, oh, it was my fault. And Dean, again, just like Sam did, was like, of course it's not your fault. This is not your fault, kind of thing. But I feel like they still want to give us like this thing that oh. And it is it is does tie back with um John sending them the coordinates to go and like finish up this case and even Dean says that like oh this is unfinished business of mine they do frame it in that way which kind of lets John off the hook a little bit I feel like even in the context of this episode where they are trying to be like no Dean this isn't your fault it's still like you're still framing it in a way that, oh, like, oh, maybe it's a little bit your fault. Like, no, not any of this is your fault. You were nine. <laughs> like. Well, and that's what, that's what made me so mad is that he, that Dean immediately was like, this is what is going on. I messed this up, you know, 15 years ago. And so dad is t- making me finish it. Like, there was no question in his mind that that's what was going on. 
And that infuriated me, that that was immediately what he thought this was all about. And that's what it was all about, like that John felt completely justified and thought it was right to say, I'm going to send you this because as a child, you screwed up. So now as an adult, you have to fix it. It's not my fault at all. It's yours. That just makes me, that just, mm. when you abandon your children for three days, it's your fault. <laughs> Cause you like, just, like I, and I've said this before. Because we all know that I don't particularly like children. Um, <laughs> children are literally stupid. Their brains haven't fully developed yet. They don't have the same reasoning skills that you do. Like we like we said with the SpaghettiOs. Yeah. He throws them in the trash. So that's a stupid thing to do. But it's a kid thing to do because he's a kid. And he's allowed <laughs> to be a kid. But he's not allowed to be a kid because John decided that he's not because he's an asshole. Well, and, like, kids also don't have the, they don't have the experience adults have, just by virtue of the fact that, like, he's only been alive for nine years and only able to make any sort of rational, dis- rational, quote-unquote, decisions yeah. for, like, five of them. Yeah. Because children can't make rational decisions. And you can, and it's just, it's just awful. And it's worse that you can see real-life examples of of parents like that like this is bad parenting to the extreme i think what gets me is that you can find adults who just you're you're nine years old take care of yourself no you're the adult you you have to take care of them i like that we're both so angry at john that we can barely <laughs> put it into words how terrible it, of a father. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do we think John used his sons as bait? Oh, possibly. Because there's a parallel to it. And Sam says, like, we can't use this kid as bait in that Dean uses um, Michael as bait in the here and now. In the here and now of 2006. Um <laughs> Which would, like, come full circle. It'd also be, like, a John Apologist thing, but whatever. The difference, of course, being that they, A, ran through all of this with Michael and asked him. Like, it's still kind of a crappy thing to ask a child because, again, they can't make good decisions because they're children. (laughs) But at least their main priority is making sure that they're upfront and truthful with him. And protecting him. Yeah. So. Saying, you know, we won't shoot till you're under the bed and that sort of thing. Yeah. And that, like that scene that I said that I really liked with Dean just sitting there with him before they do that and just kind of talking him through it. I like like that because, like, yeah, we're going to use you as bait. But, like, I don't want you to be super surprised. Like, he even says, like we're going to shoot guns. And he's like, oh, like on TV. And Dean makes sure to tell him, he's like, these are going to be a lot louder than that. Like he's breaking down all of this so that he's not like, he like, he's, he knows he's going to be scared, but he doesn't want him to be overly surprised by anything that happens. Like, he's like, we're going to like, this is what's going to happen. This thing's going to come in. It's going to be really scary. We're going to wait until you get out of the way. Like, we're going to be watching you the whole time. We're going to shoot guns. They're going to be really loud. Like he's, making sure that he knows everything that they're doing and everything that's going to happen. 
Whereas John just was like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Fuck you. Because <laughs> that would make it like 10 times worse. I'm leaving, but I'm monitoring you for this monster to show up. And almost like a test that Dean can handle it. Because he does. I mean, I just, when I was watching it, I kind of brush it off as like, oh, it's a TV show. He was just there at the right time. But it, it it's 10 times worse if he was watching realizing that Dean wasn't going to do it and coming in himself. But then he also, the only like inconsistency is that he would have known that Dean had left. So unless he was pretending. He didn't see that Dean wasn't in there and he just assumed that he was still. Yeah. But that just made, oh, that just makes me even more angry if it was a trap slash test because yeah he does like like that striga attack sam and like yeah there's like a little bit of time where you're like oh my god is dean gonna try and shoot this thing even though he's a kid Mm -hmm. but yeah but john is right there ready to whatever and the cover i assume that the spaghetti thing happened the same day because that's what it kind of sounded like. And that's what Dean said is that, oh, dad's coming back tomorrow. Is tomorrow, like, the middle of the night? Because he's back. Yeah. <laughs> he obviously hasn't killed the thing he's hunting. Because it's right there. Yeah. God, he's the worst. <laughs> I mean, that's just a headcanon, but, like, it's it, it, it occurred to me as I was watching this. I was like, hmm. See, I just, I just, not only do I hate John Winchester, but I try to come up with ways that he's even worse than he actually is. (laughs) Dad of the year, man. Worse father than Odin. Mm -hmm. Did you just say worse father than Odin? Yeah. Have you never heard that? No. (laughs) I don't know if that came about specifically, um... Because of the movie Thor, but it could have. Or, I mean, it, or I it could just be from Norse mythology. I don't really I'm know. Saying, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really know enough about Norse mythology to say either way. Yeah. But yeah, he's not a great dad in the movies. No. But he's still better than John Winchester. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's it for my notes. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about how terrible John Winchester is? <laughs> not about how terrible he is, but how much it... This has nothing to do with that. Just cool. It still bothers me how, like, casual the mom was with Dan... Dan. Damn, <laughs> I did it again. Dean and Sam. Like, <laughs> I wrote it down. She's so casual with them. And if you think of it objectively, like, these are two guys that just checked into her hotel... And she sees the the one dude like staring. He was staring off into the distance, but you could take it as she was just he was just staring at her children when he checked in. Yeah. Um. And then like. Let me drive you to the hospital. And stay with you, cause I I said it out loud. I was like, how's he gonna get back? And then it shows him at the hospital. I so, didn't hear you say how's he gonna get back. Oh, I thought I said it out loud. But he's. But you're. Yeah, you're totally right because he drives her car. Yeah. 
and then stays there when Sam calls him from the magical microfiche. Um, <laughs> and then the next interaction is when, at the end, when he's just chatting. No, it's when, yeah, it's when they're just talking. With, like, like, like I said, it would have been one thing if she had said, can you help me out by making sure my kid's okay? But she never asks that of them. I feel like that would be worse. Well, it it would have... Because that's know. still asking two complete strangers to watch your child. <laughs> that's true. But it would have made more sense... I don't know. It just bothered me. It, <laughs> yeah, that was like... That was some leaps in logic that I didn't know we were going to take. <laughs> but, and, yeah. I think it's just, like, another thing that I'm uh, unfairly focusing on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's talk about the women of Supernatural, as always. Okay. <laughs> a mom totally not acting like a mom, where she'd be like, um, no, you guys are, like, two weird drifters in my hotel. <laughs> it's just leaving not- her son at the hotel. Why didn't she take him with her? That's a great question, Sarah. But yeah, speaking as uh, a child of a single mom, like, yeah, she just carts you around everywhere. Like, (laughs) that's just what happens. Just how it works. (laughs) Until you're of a certain age where you're like, until you're like at babysitting age where you're of the age where you could possibly watch a smaller child. Like, and even then, like, it's just for short periods of time. It's not like like she's like she's gone overnight because they they're with the kid that whole yeah. night and she's not around. Yeah, and then the only other women of note were like some unnamed nurses. Hannah, and the, huh? Hannah was in there, the chick that he talked to at the playground. Oh, is that her name? No. That's the name of her character in later seasons. I will continue to call her that. She's been in two episodes. I can't remember the first one she was in, but I feel like she was in a prior episode. I mentioned her. She was in this episode, and then she actually becomes a full-on character in season nine? (laughs) Question mark? (laughs) And And then there was the old lady. Oh, Who God. doesn't know what a crucifix is? Right? <laughs> I mean, if you're the kind of person that's going to hang a cross on your wall, you know the difference between a simple cross and a crucifix. Mm-hmm. She was well, also blind, though, wasn't she? I have no idea. I honestly don't know if she's blind. Also, she says she sleeps with her eyes open. If she's blind, what's? who cares if she sleeps with her eyes open? Well, she why was she sleeping with her... Why was she asleep in the wheelchair? Why was she not in her bed? With her peepers open. With her peepers open. (laughs) She should have been in bed. Yeah, also, what's wrong with her? This is a hospital, not an old person care home. Yeah, not a a retirement home. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like it's a long-term care facility of some type, but there also doesn't seem to be anything, like, immediately wrong with her that she would be in a hospital. She's not blind. She can't be blind. I don't, yeah, she was, she was a very, (laughs) she was a very minor and very, the women of this episode are just very confusing. (laughs) 
that we're just I don't know I don't know confused by them their purpose (laughs) what they want in life who knows so doesn't pass the Bechdel test we're still five for what is this 18 five for 18 do you want to talk about music and I will just let you talk and I won't ever say anything about music (laughs) again The song that we heard, because we talked about, um, is not Green Day, or anyone who's ever sounded like Green Day, because Green, Green Day's Day. not who I met, it was just the only thing I can. It was Molly. It's uh, the version on Netflix, I actually don't hate that song, it's a song that plays at the end, it is on the Netflix version, it's Molly, Another Day of Regrets. Um, it is a song I know and I've heard of, I don't hate it, um... But I was talking to Sarah. Well, let me start with the first song. The first song I actually don't know, and I didn't look it up before this, so that's cool. Um, It plays when they're driving. (laughs) I'm so prepared for this episode, Sarah. (laughs) Um, The song that's playing when they're driving into town is by the band UFO, whom I've never heard of. A song called Rock Bottom. So I don't know what that song is or what it's about, and I'm not going to look it up right now. But I am going to post it. But the only, and we, oh, we'll talk about that in a second. I have to, I'll get through this first. Um, the only other song is the one that plays them out of town at the very end. Um, in the Netflix version, it's the Molly and Other Day Regrets. In the original version, it's Ozzy Osbourne, Road to Nowhere, which is a very different vibe. Yes. Um, Ozzy Osbourne, uh, Hard rock, metal, possibly veering into that territory. Um, Molly, very stagnant uh, 90s alt rock. Two very different genres of rock and roll. I don't know what tone they were um, trying to end the episode on. I don't know which one of those is the correct one to end that episode on. It kind of makes me want to watch the end of the episode with the correct music because Maybe that, maybe the Ozzy song isn't isn't even the right song to play them out because that seems like a weird choice too at the end of this very emotionally heavy episode. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the right answer was here, but I just feel like that was it's, it, they switched these two things out, and it was weird. It's very. Weird. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the weird orchestral arrangement that this episode had? I here's my thing about orchestral music in television shows. It's different than orchestral music in movies. Yes. It doesn't need to support the moments in the same way. Mm-hmm. I feel like in TV shows it need, it can be a lot subtler. Yeah. Even in like some high action moments, it doesn't need to be like you wouldn't take the event an Avengers theme and stick it in a TV show necessarily. It's two different things. It's, especially with a show like Supernatural, it doesn't really need a ton of score behind it because so that music and I can't even remember what I described it as, but that oh the I, video game yeah I didn't see video little, game mystery music. Yeah find when when you're like finding stuff in the room little games that you play on your phone (laughs) it does sound like that That, like repeating piano music made no sense and like I said I I remember 
the supernatural with a little more clarity than you do. Um, <laughs> but but that being said, like I don't think that that piano music is something that it's. It doesn't sound familiar of something that we've heard in this season. It also doesn't sound familiar for me as something that we hear going forward because we've kind of talked about different music stings and music cues before. And there are ones that I've heard this season that I'm like, yep, that's that's music that we will continue hearing throughout the run of Supernatural. This isn't, and it was a weird choice and it was kind of distracting because it was too melancholy. Yes. And this isn't the first time they've done this, because we talked about this in another episode, although I don't remember which episode it was, where they, like, they put music in the scene that didn't make any sense, and it takes you out of it because you're very confused by this music choice. I think that one bothered you more than it bothered me. I didn't notice it so much, but this one, I, I, I noticed. I noticed the music, and not in a good way. Uh, yeah. 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 See, you talk about the rock music, I talk about the score, and it balances. God, should I get, should I rank this <laughs> or tell people? Yeah, let's get, I think we're good. Let's I know now that I'm going on about something completely unrelated to the supernatural. Oh my god! Uh, we're doing great. We're doing great. <laughs> uh, all right. So for something wicked, this way comes the longest episode title of season one. Uh, my overall score was a nine Uh, Sarah's was also a nine we gave the monster of the week a seven he was he was fine um the you know we talked about it he he was fine uh the supporting cast got an eight do I still feel good about that the kids were just the child actors that they had this episode really nailed it they didn't do any of the annoying child actor things that make people hate child actors <laughs> and for that we applaud them uh the writing was very strong at a 10 um cinematography was a six it was fine um actually should i give that a seven no i'm gonna keep it a six we've given this episode tens it's fine i'll balance out the feels turned up to 10 we chesters always do that um in the main <laughs> cast should I just say Jensen? <laughs> <laughs> was Jen? Jared was there. Sam was there. He was there. He was definitely was in this episode. <laughs> and um, and I told Sarah I'm probably going to do this for any episode that has a flashback to when they're children. Um, I did award this episode my... My little extra points, the five extra points that I can award to any episode for any reason that I feel, and probably every episode that has the boys when they're little, when they're wee. All right, um, so that gives Something Wicked This Way comes a 74 out of a possible 80. Written 77 in this box for no reason, (laughs) which puts, uh, which puts Something Wicked at the number two spot, just under Faith. So this is our second favorite episode that we've watched this season. Yay! Yay. And it it is. I'm it actually surprised. I'm still kind of surprised that Faith is higher than that. How much higher? What's the point difference? Just a couple of points. It's a set. Um, 
something wicked is 74 faith is 77 i'm not mad at it like i'm not i don't want to change it uh that's gonna be an episode for this week thank you for watching uh come back next week we'll watch some else i mean it'll still be supernatural but we'll watch another episode sure (laughs) (laughs) if you couldn't tell i didn't write an outro say goodbye sarah say goodbye sarah is that what you said yeah I did. Goodbye, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs>